Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to a time where we get to hear from God through my voice. Aren't you lucky? Um, <laughs> just kidding. No. But God has given me a message today about listening. So let's do our best to turn our two ears on and close our one mouth and open up our minds and our hearts to be able to listen to what God has to say to us today. Listening to God and others is the title of today's sermon. And I want to introduce today's sermon with a little story. It's kind of like a little parable, almost. It's called Deep Listening. Once, two friends were walking down the sidewalk on a busy street during rush hour. There were all sorts of noises in the city. Car horns honking, feet shuffling, people talking. And amid all the noise, one of the friends turned to the other one and said, I hear a cricket. No way, her friend responded. How could you hear a cricket with all of this noise? You must be imagining it. Besides, I've never seen a cricket in the city. No, really, I do hear a cricket. Let me show you. She stopped for a moment, then led her friend across the street to a big cement plant planter with a tree in it. Pushing back the leaves, she found a little brown cricket. That's amazing, said her friend. You must have superhuman hearing. What's your secret? No, my hearing is just the same as yours. There is no secret, the first woman replied. Watch, I'll show you. So she reached into her pocket, pulled out some loose change, and threw it on the sidewalk. And amid all the noise of the city, everyone within 30 feet turned their heads to see what the sound of the money was coming from. <laughs> see, she said, it's all a matter of what you are listening to and listening for. And I am now learning that silence is not the absence of noise, but the refining tune of its soul to the sounds and the movements that usually go unnoticed. What are you listening for in your life? Who are you listening to? And who are you tuning into? Talking is easy. Listening is hard. What is easier to do, though? Talk to someone? Or listen to someone? Is it easier to talk to God? Or to listen to what he has to say to you through the Holy Spirit? For me, at least, it is definitely easier to talk. Because I can talk to any one person about any one thing at any time of the day, unless I'm asleep. It's hard for me to truly listen to what someone else has to say. I don't know about you, but listening is difficult. Hearing to understand, not to respond. What I, and dare I say all of us, need to do is to listen 
to understand. And not just here to respond to others when you're in a conversation. What is the key to listening to others? How, how can we do this? How can we listen to other people more than we talk about our own selves? How can we truly listen to other people and not just, not just hear their words and respond accordingly? And, of course, how can we be more like Jesus in this way? How can we be more like the Son of God, who is our example? How can we be more like Jesus? Well, first, we need to listen to God. Listening to God as a Christian is foundational to being able to listen to others. We cannot listen to someone else if we've never heard the Creator tell us anything. Because we must be open and willing to sit and to be still, to hear what God has to say to us. We must be able to sit still and listen to what God has to say for us. We can't be moving about, running around, and expect to hear God talk to us when we're not even ready to hear anything he has to say. And listening to God should be something that we do every single day. If not, every single hour of every single moment, we should always be willing to hear what God has to say. We should be willing to really, not just hear, but listen with our hearts and our minds. In prayer, through prayer, we are able to connect to God and listen to his voice. Prayer is our natural and constant natural and supernatural connection to the only one who can help us listen to others. We cannot fully well listen to other people if we are not, in fact, practiced in listening to God. We cannot listen to others if we are not already able to listen to God. Now, I may hear you saying, well, Aaron, I'm a good listener. I can sit and be silent and listen really well. Not thinking about anything, not doing anything else, but I can really listen. And to that I say, good. I'm glad you're a good listener. But we can always be a little bit better. Just a little bit better. Because there are people out there who have stories to tell us. There are people out there who want to share their own hearts with you. You know? Some of them may be sitting in this room. They've got stories to tell. We've all got a testimony, haven't we? And we'll get to that later in the series about sharing your testimony. Today we want to focus in on listening to what it is other people have to say. Let's look at scripture. Let's look at an example of what it means to truly listen 
to God. Luke 10, 38 through 42 says, and this is at the home of Martha and Mary. It's a familiar story. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened up her home to him. She had, and she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all of the preparations that, she, that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all of the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one is needed. Mary has chosen what's better, and it will not be taken away from her. Mary or Martha? Which one do you find yourselves being in the like in the presence of God? Are you Mary, sitting and listening to what God has to say to you, or are you Martha, getting your Bible open, getting your notes ready, um, making sure that the dog is fed? Making sure that you have your coffee ready. Making sure that the kids are all squared away. Making sure that you're ready for the day. <clears throat> are you Martha running around making preparations for the Lord? I want us to. I want us to consider what it is to listen. And to truly listen. Proverbs 18.13 says, Answer before listening. That is folly and shame. Here are five foundational truths. This is taken from Nudge. Awakening each other to God who is already there. By Leonard Sweet. Five foundational truths, okay? One. Human beings are created in the image of God. Every person has value to God. And therefore, should have value to us. Two, God is already present in that person's life. The Spirit of God is at work in all human beings, no matter what their religion, no matter what their morality, or lack thereof it, and no matter what they have done or haven't done. Three, the best things about that person are blessings from God. Four, the worst things about that person are arenas for God's redemption. And five, people are hungry for encouragement and love and need help noticing the presence of Jesus in their own lives. Okay, so we've talked about how important people are and how important 
it is to recognize that each person bears an image of God. So this is what makes the passage in James so important as well. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Being quick to listen. All right. Listening plus speaking equals communication. And good communication is active listening and speaking responsibly together. Now, this past week at the youth shelter, I'm in charge of life lessons. And this whole week was on communication skills, which I thought was fitting since I was going to preach on listening. And we learned that in order to be a good communicator, you have to be able to both actively listen and speak responsibly or speak well and communicate to others what you truly need or truly want, but also be able to listen to what others truly need and what others truly want. That makes for good communication. And we talked about the difference between good communication and bad communication, and how to respond to others in arguments, and all this, all these kinds of things. And I learned a lot. I hope the team learned a lot, but I learned a lot too. Listening requires us to open up our hearts and minds and more than just opening up our ears. When someone tells you something, it's good to listen with your heart and your mind, and not just your ears. Listening to God is first. Listening to others is second. So you must be quick to listen to God, and then respond, and then listen to others. And God is always ready to speak to us in some manner, whether it's through his word, through his still small voice, through nature, and sometimes listening to God is also listening to other people at the same time, because someone else may have something to say about God that you haven't heard before or that you need to be reminded of, and we must always be ready to listen to his voice. Slow to speak. As easy as it is to say, be slow to speak, it is much more difficult to enact this straight. Let's face it, we live in a world where we are constantly bombarded with messages, okay? Messages on billboards, messages in magazines, messages online, through our friends and family, through companies. We're bombarded by messages. And then we have to live with the expectation of responding to those messages. We're not just supposed to listen to them, we have to respond to it. Everyone always wants to know what our opinion is about something. And social media always asks, what's on your mind? What would you like to tweet about? You know, what are you going to snap today? What are you going to make a TikTok of? What are you going to talk about? What are you going to share? Because on one hand, it's good to share. Yes. On the other hand, you're not really listening. 
You're just responding to things, making a gut reaction to. I mean, there are YouTube stars who make their living off of reacting to things. If you think about it, they're opening up boxes of toys or they're trying out a new product because they've been given a platform and someone else wants to hear what it is, what they have to say. But we must be in a place where we don't find ourselves speaking before we even have time to think about a proper response. We need to find ourselves in a place where we can think about what it is that God has to say to us and what it is that others have to say to us to be able to actually respond. We must wait patiently to respond to both God and others. And when we do respond, it should be with humility, grace, and love. And in a world of inattentiveness, this is another quote, a world that goes largely unregarded, it is the special mission given to humans to bring the world to life. How do we save the world? How do we keep the world alive? Through loving attention. We must give others our attention. Being slow to anger. Why is this with speaking and listening? Well, like I said, sometimes our gut reaction to things and our response to things is anger. Sometimes things just make us angry. And we just want to respond. But again, being slow to anger is easier said than done. In our anger, we can't be listening to what it is that God has to say or what others have to say. We can only hear through the filter that our anger creates. Our anger creates some kind of barrier that only lets in certain things and lets out a lot more. We must check our egos at the door when we are ready to listen to God and others. Listening to others. We talk about listening to God. We're focusing on listening to others. Who is on your prank list? Who is on your friends, relatives, acquaintances, neighbors, and coworkers list? Who are those people on there? Now, those are the people you need to pray for and listen to as God leads you. Listening to others requires prayer, requires patience, and persistence. Some people are hard to listen to. You know, sometimes they have a lot of trauma, and sometimes it's hard to take in. I've experienced this in my job. Listening to other people's trauma is traumatic in and of itself. But I know that God is there with me as I am opening up my heart and mind to that person who is sharing something that's happened to them that's so bad. Now, other times, listening to other people might be an enjoyable experience. It might be a breath of fresh air that you needed. And I hope that it's like that for you as well. And we must remember that we may be the only one Christ-like example that someone has in their lives. We might be the only one. 
And by listening, I'm not talking about listening for flaws in this person's lives, in those people's lives, but listening for the faith, listening for understanding, and listening for the Jesus in you. Today's sermon in a sentence is this. When we fail to be quiet and listen, we cannot understand what God and others have to say to us. When we fail to be quiet and listen, we cannot understand what God and others have to say. Listening to God comes first. Listening to others comes second. And then talking to others comes last. And when we speak, we must remember how Jesus spoke to people. Someone decided to record and number all of the questions Jesus asked. And apparently there are about 175 in the Gospels. Inquiries pervade his ministry. If so much of his ministry was taken up with questions, shouldn't we in turn be doing the same? When it's our turn to talk, we should be asking questions. Not giving judgments, not giving advice, because it's so easy to just give some advice and walk away after we've heard something. But we must ask questions. We must ask informing questions. In Mark 8, 5, it says, And Jesus asked them, How many loaves do you have? They said, Seven. Jesus asked this question to gather information. We must gather information about people. Discerning questions. Matthew 16, 15 says, Jesus said to them, But who do you say that I am? Referring questions. Mark 10, 3 says, Jesus answered them, What did Moses command you? Jesus often referred hearers to the word of God with a question. Number four, leading questions. John 4.35 says, Do you not say, they, There are yet four months, then comes the harvest? With this question, Jesus is not, yet teach, is not teaching a truth, but he is setting the table for the mind of his hearers. Teaching questions, number five. Matthew 6.27 says, And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to a span of life? That one's a good one. I, was, I thought about that this morning when I was looking at the birds outside. Um, you know, Jesus says to look to the birds and not to worry about what it is that we're, that we're about to do. For each day has enough trouble of its own. And that teaching question reminded me how many of us can add an hour to our lives by worrying. We only take away from today. So don't worry. <laughs> Number six, encouraging questions. John eleven forty says, Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? And of course, and my personal favorite, challenging questions. Matthew eight twenty six says, And Jesus said to them, 
Why are you afraid, O oh, you of little faith? Why are we afraid? Why are we afraid to open up our hearts and open up our minds to other people? I don't think we should be. I think there's a whole world out there for us to explore and to see. And it may be easier for me, being an extrovert, wanting to explore the world for other people. But I'm challenging you. What is it that you're afraid of today? What is it you're afraid to hear? Because some people have some things to say to you. And you may be the only one with Je that's like Jesus in their lives. You may be the only one who has those ears that can connect to the heart and mind, that can connect God to, to those people. You may be the only one. And as daunting as that sounds, to be the only, maybe be, being the only one in their lives, it should also encourage you. Because Jesus, like we read in Scripture today, sent out his disciples in faith and gave them everything that they needed to be able to reach people. Today, you're just a little bit more equipped, hopefully, to reach people. You're a little bit more ready to take on what the world has to dish out. Hopefully you're a little bit more ready to truly listen to what it is that others have to say as you've heard what God has to say to you today. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord of all, creator of all things, ruler over our hearts. Move in and through us. Cover us with your feathers like a mother hen comforts and warms her babies so that we may feel comfortable and comforted to be able to dare to do the things that Jesus did by going out and listening to other people and to what they have to say. Continue to help us to listen to you as you speak to us. Jesus, you are a shining example of what it means to listen to other people. Show us the way that we need to go today and every day. We love you, Lord, and we praise you for this time that you've given us. Let us go and be your disciples. Let us go with open hearts and open minds and open ears and with a mouth only ready to ask very specific questions 
after you've listened to what others have to say. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, quick reminder, next Sunday morning, Mark and Tracy will be with us, and following the service, we're going to be having uh, our first post-pandemic, well, not quite post-pandemic, uh, potluck picnic, and uh, just, we'll get you some more details and directions about how to do that, because, well, we've never done one in the, well... We haven't done one in the last 18 months. So we'll let you know how that's going to work, okay? Thanks. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Don't act too thrilled. What? That's probably the details that I was talking about. We'll get you those communications like as early as, you know, maybe tomorrow at the latest. Okay? All right. Hey, uh, what? quick reminder. Jesus sends us out. He sends us, hopefully, with confidence in his promises. He sends us to tell the world of his saving acts and to introduce others to his amazing grace. And one of the best ways for them to find it is to experience it through us as we pray for them and listen to them and love them in his name so you are sent in the power of the Holy Spirit because frankly that's the only way we'll ever pull this kind of stuff off yeah. go go